Tuesday, August 6th, 82 degrees outside. What's that right now, Tommy? Uh, 95 degrees oh, Fahrenheit wow. outside. Whoa! Getting warmer here. Whoa! A little unexpected, I must say. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that from Oregon. Uh, we were in a stretch of a lot of uh, green foresty areas. It was pretty smoky due to a parent forest fire in the area. Like, so, I just need it like everywhere. It was like that yeah. for 100 miles. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, about 100 miles of uh, smoky, foggy looking. And you can smell it too. Yeah. We did actually did a good job this morning of getting up and getting going and uh, and passing the driving off. I did a terrible job, but other than that, everyone else is holding their own and it looks like we're going to get into Portland at a pretty good time. Have some time to go out tonight. I, I know we're all kind of, even though we're only spending one day there, excited to check out Portland. Yeah, I mean, I've said before, I've just heard nothing but good things about Portland. I didn't realize how far north it was, I guess, in Oregon. It's basically right next to Washington. And it's, uh, it should be pretty beautiful. Um, and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'd never been there. Uh, wanted to go there pretty much always, like Carl said, only heard good things. So, uh, hopefully, we'll have a good time in Portland here tonight. What's everybody's thoughts on uh, San Francisco experience? We finally made it out yesterday on our third day in the Bay. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, we were out. We were, we were on Stanford's campus the first night and UC Berkeley's the second night. Well, yeah, but yeah, uh, San so now, San Francisco. now we're, in, now we're finally in San Francisco. I mean, obviously, I think if we could do it, we would do it three days in San, San Francisco. Francisco. It's just that oh, getting yeah. there is atrocious. Yeah, well, with the, yeah, with well, the alarm system uh, pending strike at midnight the second night. Yeah, yeah we were, we're scared of that. Uh, yeah, we, uh, the night before we planned to go to San Francisco, we found out that the BART was supposed to strike at midnight. Uh, so we were worried we were going to have to drive to San Francisco and pay like $30 for park there. Um, but turned out that they, what did they do? They moved it back? Well, or they're the government still negotiating. placed a moratorium on it so that labor union couldn't strike. Oh, okay. Um, so they have seven days of not striking. It doesn't mean that it's over. Seven days from now, they may actually be striking. Well, it doesn't affect us anymore, so that was good. We woke up and uh, took the part over to San Francisco. I think that was pretty fun for everybody. Uh, I've never been on any kind of trans system like that, so yeah, that was uh, definitely beats the hell out of Sun Trans. <laughs> pretty high class, definitely. Yeah, I love it. It reminded me a lot of here. And it's the same thing. You just jump on a train. Their maps look exactly like that. They're really easy to use. And, you know, there's four or five different trains that can run through any one station. You just jump on, jump off as long as you have the right fare. It's really easy. We 
weren't there when it was too busy, but it seemed like even if it was crowded, it'd be pretty efficient. Plenty of gates, simple enough to get your ticket in and out. Yeah, and there's trains. I imagine during the game, or during the day, they come even at a faster rate. So, I mean, you may get on a train and the next one comes in eight minutes or something. So, well, yeah, we didn't we didn't wait much. I mean, yeah, we waited like five minutes the first time. And right, like but I'm saying the, the next train after that was like thirty minutes. But during the day, it might be a much faster. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we got off, uh, got off the bar and just kind of started wandering San Francisco, uh, went into some shops, bought some hats and shit like that, uh, uh, wandered, wandered through Chinatown a little bit, uh, definitely liked that, uh, like the dude playing the music. Yeah, there's some dude playing some fucked up instrument, uh, with gloves on, so, that was pretty cool. I, I like Asian it people like a lot. It looks like he made that instrument. Yeah, he probably did make it. I don't know what it was. A couple guys were playing that same instrument. Like a little, like, it looks like a bong. A little bulb at the bottom, long stem, and he had, like, some type of bow. But it was, like, I don't know. Yeah, it, was, it was a unique sound, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I, I enjoyed Chinatown. I'm not, I'm not much for buying little uh, hinky-dinky shit, but I love Asian people. And I love Chinese food, and we uh, ended up at the Barty's Cafe in Chinatown and had a little feast. Uh, they gave us our own little cubby, kind of. And, uh, I don't know what you call those. They put you in your own little know, box, box, awesome. a dining room. We like we didn't know he was where, where she was taking us. Like we got on like yeah, four. She walks up the aisle, and we're kind of going through. And I thought we were just gonna go sit at one of the tables. Another and room. Was, I thought it was gonna yeah. be another room. <laughs> and then she just points at this little like. One table lounge Beautiful. type thing. Or so. Oh, this is tight. Yeah, so we, we like that. It took uh, quite a while for us to get served, which seems to be the uh, consistent uh, thing that keeps happening to us. Poor service, but maybe we're just not doing it right. Uh, the nice thing about the little room is that we didn't have to like yell across the table to talk. Yeah, it was, it was very loud place. in there. It was really loud in there, really busy. But it really uh, was relaxing. Nice sitting in the room, get get some good food. Yeah, I got some uh, some Mongolian beef, kung pao chicken, some seafood, all kinds of stuff. Seafood uh, just never never fails with me. Seafood. What we what we have? Seafood chow mein and calamari. fried calamari. That uh, calamari, uh, uh, those must be two different kinds though, because well, the one was breaded. Well, but not even that, just the texture and the consistency of that calamari. I mean, I know I don't have the drop. It's not the taste. It's the consistency, but. Oh, Wait, I that would have been perfect. But either way, yeah, it was really, it was really good. Yeah, so then uh, got out of there, went to a place called Lefty O'Doul's, had some beers, once again some, some spotty service, questionable. questionable. A lady tried to steal my credit card. Yeah, a lady tried to steal Chris's credit card and tell him that he. Bitch. Yeah, she said she gave it back to him, but she didn't. Dude, uh, she she, she kind of like hangs over Carl. She bothers his hundred. Yeah, yeah. She, was little, she was a little weird. We'd like pay for our drinks, and then she'd kind of like hover around. And well, we'd... first of all, she made us pay per round. Yeah. Like she didn't just like tab it all up at the end. Each time she brought us drinks, she was like, "And that of these seventeen twenty-five." Like, oh, okay. Yeah, it was just kind of awkward. Yeah, we're just like having to like. Look at each other like, oh, okay, like break out the wallets, like split up the Yeah, like awkwardly trying to figure out who's going to pay like in front of her. And then I give her money and she comes back and gives me my change and is 
just hovering over me like a fucking bat, like waiting for me to like give her a tip. And I just wanted to be like, oh no, you're, you're good. You don't need a tip. You can go. You don't need to go, you fucker. I mean, that, it was just annoying. I didn't appreciate it. Yeah, well, nonetheless, we tipped her and I uh, left. Great sports memorabilia and photos around the shop. Yeah, actually, oh, yeah. I love the environment. I mean, it, was, it was an Irish, Irish bar. They were serving there was like a full buffet of really good smelling food. I mean, obviously, we were all stuffed at that time. But it was making me hungry again, even though we just had a feast an hour before. And it must be a popular uh, place because there's Buffio Duels in uh, AT&T Park. Found out a couple hours later. A lot of Giants um, fans in there, too. Yeah, a lot of Giants fans pre-gaming for the game. Uh, we took our pregame elsewhere, though, actually, to probably the shittiest convenience store we could have found. Oh, and uh, three, me and Carl and Stubbs picked up some, uh, some beers for the road and kind of walked around San Francisco, bump uh, style, yeah. brown bagging it. And uh, you guys walked around brown bagging it, and I pissed on the on some buildings like a bum. Yeah, I forgot. And uh, yeah, and then we made our way to the game and. Uh, Chris, why don't you tell them about uh, your surprise uh, when buying the ticket? Well, we we were actually not even going to the game yet. We were trying to go down to Pete's Tavern, which a guy we had ran into earlier and talked to was bartending at. And we kind of just looked over. It looked a little crowded. I, I didn't really know what was going on. Um, said, maybe we should go buy our tickets now. And... You guys go ahead. So Tommy and Jesse went over to Pete's, and Kyle and I walked walked over to uh, to the stadium. And we walked up, and I said what I've been saying. I want four cheap tickets. Uh, if you have a package, we could do. We could try to do something like that. Since we got hooked up at Angel Stadium, I've been asking because I I feel like a lot of places might have uh, something. I mean, not as good as we got there, but some some package four is a pretty normal number to be asking for tickets. And I. Uh, she started to look for bleacher seats, which were going to be $39, and she didn't even have four together anymore. Um, so we had to buy uh, four standing room only tickets at $25 a piece. Um, so I uh, was pretty shocked about that. The game ends up selling out. Uh, lucky that we went and got the tickets when we did, or else we might have been at the mercy of some scalpers in order to get in. It worked out, though. We, we walked over to Pete's Tavern and uh, had some drinks before the game and then went over to the game. And I, I love the environment there. I thought I love the park. Love, I love the fans. That strip, park is beautiful. Yeah. Strip just right along out, like the outside of the park was just lined with Giants bars. Like, great atmosphere right before you enter the game. I mean, yeah. Especially being, being old enough to be able to do that. I've been to games before. Yeah, that, but being able to experience the full like, San Francisco game five was awesome yeah the trolley there's a stop right there it's uh willie b's plaza or something wasn't it yeah something like that yeah it stops right there tons of fans getting off going to bars or just going to the gates it was a really cool vibe down there and then of course being right there on the bay it's yeah. just awesome yeah we were standing in the uh for like five innings yeah first first four or five innings we stood out by the uh right field foul pole left yeah well, right well, we did a lap kyle and i did a whole lap of the place and there was a lot of good standing room only spots. Basically, behind I loved our every spots. single section was a there standing room There wasn't a bad seat in the house, I think. Section, like, yeah. I mean, we were right out by the bay, had a clear view of the game, had some balls come our way. One ball that 
I I forearm shoved whoever was in front of me out of the way (laughs) heading for that ball. Like, just kind of in the, you know, kind of spur of the moment. Oh, shit, ball's coming towards us. Yeah, completely forearm shoved whoever was in front of me. Not sure who it was. But we weren't even close to it, though. Great hit. But besides that, it was getting really cold just from that breeze coming in off the bay. Yeah, it was chill. Because our backs were to it. We like the first line of defense, essentially, for the stadium. And the wind hit us first. It was real cold. But other than that, it was was awesome. You had some food in the park, Kyle. How was that? I did. I had a fat-ass broad uh, sauerkraut on it's the works on it, man. And it was uh, pretty good. Pretty darn good, I gotta say. I don't usually typically even like brats like that. And that yeah, was sauerkraut. I wasn't place. even hungry, and I was very close to getting one <laughs> because it was very, yeah, it smelled so good. It's a really good size to yeah, cock thing. They definitely did it right in San Francisco. Uh, I think it was my favorite park so far. I mean, I know we're really? going into it. The no, kind of the most hyped up definitely. park. What's the most hyped up park? You and I, you and I, just they were discussing how this park took a a tear down because they played uh, Journey. Oh, they played yeah. Journey. Don't stop believing by Journey. My absolute least favorite song. Loathe it. Loathe it, it. They play it at every sports event, and it's just it's so terrible. It's everyone starts singing like, and it's just so it's such a fucking terrible song. It's overdone. Okay, it's not even that bad of a song. I don't mind the song, but I don't ever, ever want to hear it ever again, especially at a sports event. Like, I'm like, the song, dude. I I can't stand it. It's just, I hate the way it, like, starts, like, and everyone just, like, and everyone gets into it. Like, I hate it. Wow. Thank you. (laughs) I bet we hear it two or three more times. Alright, we got that. Yeah, so, I mean, to be completely honest, uh, that really did take a little off the Giants' experience for me. But uh, besides that, besides that, that eighth inning breakout of that piece of shit song. Uh, but that, but that might have sparked the Giants' rally there. The A's, uh, uh, the Brewers might have disliked it just as much as we. Cheesy ass song sparks rally, whatever. So, not a whole lot of action going on first through. Seven innings. Well, I mean, we, we had two guys that we did, we were saying were the fifth pitchers, Tyler Thornburg and Chad Godin. Godin had seven strikeouts through three or they four They both innings. pitched quite well. I think yeah. Godin ended with nine. Yeah, they were They're pitching well. Um, I can't even remember any, like, big-time hits by any any players or teams. I mean, it was, like, singles coming off here or there. Here or there, too. Yeah. Both bad. No one was threatening. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, that's what I'm saying. Not not a lot of action. Uh, well, we Giants. looked at the Brewers lineup when they put it on the board, and it was like, who? We recognized Aoki, I recognized Jonathan Lucroy, and recognized uh, Gregor Blanco. That's it. And the rest oh, of the dudes. Oh, Mendel. The rest of the dudes are pretty much no names for me, so. Gregor Mendel, Benny Mendel. Um, but then, so what was it in? It was tied 1 1. Well, and the seventh inning. Eckers uh, Seventh inning. Brewers are threatening. They've got bases loaded, I believe, with one out. Yeah. And uh, and ground into a double play, the Giants get out of the inning. Yeah. Got out of the jam there. Um, And then the Brewers put out Axford. Now, I thought Axford was the Brewers' closer. Does anyone... I don't know who the Brewers' closer is. The Brewers probably don't know who the Brewers' closer is. But we can say that John Axford was in the game and they... He was. John Axford was in the game in the eighth. He's really close. He's like 6'8", right? 
Right, yeah, and I thought he was the closer, so I don't know why we necessarily saw him in the eighth inning in a 1-1 game. Might have been trying to grab a hold of it, you know. Unless, yeah, unless they really felt like they were going to grab it there or something. I, I don't know, I just didn't understand the strategy anyway. Well, and we kind of lost it a little bit. I, I don't. I think he was the second reliever to come in, but maybe, I'm, maybe not. I don't know. Um, anyway, it works into a jam where they've got... No, he was, he was the first... He had to be the first delivery because he got taken for the loss. He let those guys get on base. And there was, a, there was another guy who came in. Yeah, there was another guy who came in after him, but once those runners are on base for Axford, those, Axford, those runs go to him. Yeah, I understand. Well, the only person on base was uh, at second base. Um, I don't remember who it was. Again, this stupid-ass Brewers lineup. Uh, I know this is Giants. Who's on a, because Kung Fu Panda's at the plate. Sandoval's at the plate. So who's that? Oh, no, it was Pence. No, it was Pence. It was Pence. Pence is on second. Because he stole Pence second. Plate. He stole second. He had two steals last night. Stole second, and then, okay. yeah. They, All right, now we're in it now. Right. And then it was 3-0, right? 3-0 to Sandoval. So they tried to. Well, there are, it seems like there may be an unintentional, intentional yeah. walk. But after, there was two outs. There was two outs, right? Yeah. But so after he, I don't think second. they were trying to intentionally walk him. I think he was going to pitch to him. Now you get behind 2-0. Now you're going to be cautious. You're not going to try and throw right. him a strike. Okay. It's now. He, he All right. Another ball, and it's a stolen base. Right. At that point, they decide they're going right. to intentionally walk him. Exactly. Catcher, Luke Roy stands out for the pitch out, and pitcher chucks it over his head it was to the backstop. Almost exactly the same throw I watched Cristiano Ronaldo throw an angel stand. <laughs> Definitely. More or less. That's exactly what happened. So Pence goes to third, and, and Sandoval gets to first. Yes. Yeah, so well, there was a batter in the right-handed batter's box. This ball sailed a good five feet over his head. This was straight to the backstop. Oh, yeah. It was, like, it was horrendous. And it completely inexcusable. You can't let that happen. Yeah. Now, they do they walk They walk Posey? the next guy. Yeah. It's Posey, right? And, oh. they, and they walk Posey. Or, no, Posey gets out. Posey bats before Sandoval. He popped out or struck out. Yeah, there must have been one out, because Posey makes the second out there. And uh, and and now they walk the bases full, and they're gonna pinch hit Jeff Francoeur. Right. Uh, well, that's when the Brewers, Brewers decided to make a pitching, pitching change. change. Yeah. So it's bases loaded, two outs. Francoeur comes to the plate, pinch hit, and uh, a nice base hit to left field. Actually, yeah. no, it was an error on the third baseman. Oh yeah, yeah, it, was it goes error. right through the third baseman. Right under his glove. Or was that? Was, no, 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 that's no, no, Yeah, you're right, you're right. That, that, no. Frank Coor. It's definitely afterwards. Frank Coor hits the single. No, Frank Bro- broke a bat, they said. You're right. And they score to take the lead 2-1. Sandoval oh, doesn't you. try to score because he's on third and he's fat. And he moves from second to third. So, and the next batter up, it's an easy ground ball uh, to... In between, the, or yeah, this one's the third baseman. Right. Jeff Bianchi, who's playing third base, and he right under his glove, just terrible. Two Man. more runs score. Now, now it's broken open four one. Well, you know, obviously they're pretty devastated when they let the first one cross, but now uh, it's pretty much over. It seems like yeah. um, really wild play goes through error on the third baseman, straight to the left fielder. Now Frank Hoare gets caught up in between second and third, right in the middle. And the left fielder comes sprinting in at him with the ball, which is which is what you're supposed to. Do. You're supposed to run at the guy in the middle of the pickle, 
And so Francoeur retreats to second, and he's beat. Like, the ball beats well, him Well, Weeks has the ball at this point. Yeah, so he throws it, it to second, and Francoeur's beat. Like, the ball's beat in there. He should be out. should be the end of the inning. But slides back in towards the first base side, head first, and somehow the umpire calls him safe. And you know, this this just, you know, continued to the black circus. sprinting out. Not, it, not was, it was hilarious. Um, yeah, not but black. But he's the Padres man. Oh, you're right. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know who this guy is. Come on, suck. He's flying out. Yeah, well, our listeners might be asleep now after uh, that whole thing. Uh, basically... Most exciting part. Yeah, it was the most exciting part for us. Well, the most exciting part for the fans was right after that. They they end up getting out. It's four one, and Romo's coming. Oh yeah, (laughs) I love Sergio Romo. The music, music. He comes sprinting in. I love how he came sprinting in too. Like the music, music kicks on. He comes flying in, and everybody's everyone jumps up, starts dancing. The whole crowd (laughs) dancing, doing this little. you just feel the energy that he brings. I mean, you can tell why he was a you know World Series winning closer. Like people excited to see. Yeah. him. I was excited. I, I, was excited I popped up, too. started dancing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We were dancing the whole time. I was into it. this. Is the game. I was into this game more than any game so far. Like in those in those last few innings. I mean, I was cheering for the Giants. I was I was getting up. I was dancing. I was having a good time. Um, he gives up a home run in the uh, in the ninth inning, actually. Yeah, he did not. He did not look that great. He gets taken to left field pretty deep, and again, this is where that error makes a difference. Uh, but no harm, no foul. They win four two. So what's everybody's uh, overall feelings <laughs> on 18th Park? I have to split it into two different things. If I'm looking just at the stadium, it's the best stadium that we've been to, and probably one of the best stadiums. You know, again, tradition set aside. Um, in all of baseball, uh, but when I bring it down and I look at the total experience that we got out of it, it's behind uh, the Angel Stadium to me. Uh, the Angel Stadium was just as nice. Um, we, we got a better ticket deal. We got hooked up. We were able to go sit down in front. You know, uh, you were pointing out that the Giants staff was on it. Oh, but, the Giant security staff was unbelievable. Like, these dudes, de- like, they know what they're doing. I think they... They know where people sit. They've probably been doing these games for years and years and years because whenever someone would sit in a seat kind of near us that wasn't supposed to be, immediately would get kicked out. Yeah. Uh, there was a guy drinking like a 24-ounce Budweiser that he definitely didn't buy at the stadium. And he was just kind of chilling over by the wall drinking it. And next thing I turn, I know, I turn around and the security guard's walking away with it. Like, they were just on top of it. Everything. Yeah. So that, that was actually impressive. They weren't dicks about it. They just no, no. They were just they were like yeah. old men. Like they were, they just knew what they were doing. It was impressive. Oh, yeah. um, Carl Carl goes to a couple cops. <laughs> second inning, and I absolutely died. I mean, Tom, I, I had Tommy's no idea. Crying. What I had no idea what the hell happened. But all right, well, Carl's literally riding this cop for forty <laughs> to fifty feet, like right up behind him. And these guys, you know, had their mean mugging, you know. Walking, you know, kind of, you know, got their little agenda they got to attend to. And Carl is all up on this guy. For, and for those of you who don't know what ghosting is, ghosting is where you try and walk behind a random person you don't know as closely and as awkwardly as possible without them noticing for as long as possible. So, yeah, a couple cops strolled by and I got up right behind this dude and was within five inches of him for 
Well, out of nowhere, though, you're like, yo, I'm going to go see these cops. And I turn around, and before I know it, Carl is riding this guy. <laughs> Might have been the greatest thing I've seen. Yeah, Stubbs was, Stubbs was in tears for a good 10 minutes. Oh, I, I, I laughed my ass off. I love it. Um, Not ballsy enough to try it myself. But yeah. <laughs> I had a few beers in me, otherwise I probably wouldn't have done it to a cop myself. That's <laughs> all right. You provide, I think you provided entertainment for the whole section. Yeah, I mean, every person that walked by when Carl was doing this turned and immediately started laughing as hard as I was, too. <laughs> there was two cops, and Carl, Carl made a pretty good joke of them. Uh, as far as AT and T part goes, I don't, it's, it's hard for me to give that the best stadium over Anaheim still right now. I yeah, I mean, I get that Anaheim gave a shit. Well, yeah, no, like, not even that. Just I, I mean, mean, it's it's right there. I, I, I felt I felt aesthetically the crowd, it's probably better. I thought personally, I thought the crowd energy was the highest, and I like. And I said A's, A's stadium was a little higher. See, I thought and I thought the Giants were slightly higher, but the two the two Bay Area teams definitely had the best crowds wow, for insane. sure. The Giants and the Brewers are last in their division right now, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and and last year's team and it was sold out, out. Yeah, we and it was away. loud. It was loud. Like yeah. they were in the game. I, that's what you like to see. Well, they for should, sure the two, ba- two the Bay Area two series in the last few years. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's that's yeah definitely will bring fans for. I mean, and, uh, I would guess the Giants are probably one of the five most popular. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, to go along with the Yankees, Dodgers, Cardinals, Red Sox. Yeah, Red Sox. I would say the Cubs are more popular. Than yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the Giants. The Giants are right there. Um, it's, it's almost like they have this like cult following. I enjoyed that they were selling anti-Dodger dogs. Yeah, yeah. There were guys walking around yelling anti-Dodger dogs. Someone tried to fight. Some dude was wearing a Dodger hat, and people were like, just walking up to him, getting in his face, and calling him a fucker. Well, see, I, I kind of played into that. The guy was like, "Yo, this guy wearing a Dodger hat." I immediately turned around, go where? And the guy's like, "Yeah, exactly. This guy knows what's up." And then <laughs> we're just like, still laughing. They continue on to yeah, to heckle this guy, and he's with his girlfriend. And yeah, they're just wearing Dodgers hats. Nothing too crazy. Uh, I like it though. I like the rivalry. Yeah. Well, we got out of there and we walked uh, the mile and a half back to our to our BART station. Got some pizza we were desperately looking for at Powell Pizza and Pasta. Uh, that, was, that was a good look for me. I, I, I like getting that. I, I've been craving it. Yeah, definitely look forward to the pizza. It might have been a little cheesy. Yeah, the pizza was delicious, but it definitely uh, hurt my stomach. <laughs> it's uh, giving Jesse a leg up in the shards, but no, it didn't. It didn't. It didn't really make me shark. It just it made me feel like shit last night. Carl Jr. and the taco shards might be pinching you. Guys yeah, yeah. The the diet the diet I've been on on this trip is not agreeing with me. Not agreeing with myself. So, um, and then we had another little emergency. It looked like our Barton station was going to be closed. We walk up to it and. Cops have it completely taped off. There's patrol cars everywhere. Before that, we're at the pizza. We're at the pizza place. You guys were eating inside. I took a step outside, and there's this homeless crackhead slash I'm not sure what's going on with this guy, like trying to beg people for stuff, saying he just saw somebody die. And, you know, I you know I can't you know take it with a grain of salt. This guy looks like he's pretty fucked up. <laughs> and so you know the, the, these uh, other hippie kind of people come up and give him a, a soda or a beer and a cigarette and he goes on to continue to tell a story that I don't listen to 
And so we're making our way to the park station, and yeah, there's police lines and patrol cars everywhere. So apparently everywhere we're going right now, someone is dying. In the state of California, yeah, we've seen two. Yeah, um, I'm sure everyone knows about the, uh, the driver who plowed into 12 people and then two days, two days, two after, days we after we were there. Um, and we also mentioned how we saw a dead body there, too. So. Well, people dying in California. But we're out of that state now. And, uh, Passing through Salem. Gonna, we're going to see... Uh, yeah, fun facts in Oregon. Uh, no self-serve gas. There's an attendant that has to pump for you. And no sales tax. Fun facts. Yeah, I think, I think we like that. No sales tax. Oh, yeah. yeah. Stepping back to uh, to the homeless guys outside the pizza place, though, really enjoyed. Two of them were like having a deep, in, like in-depth conversation with the other one, and one was like, "I like you. I'll see you later," and laughed. <laughs> and the second one said, "Quote: Thanks for liking me. I'm gonna take your like and put it in my universe sack because I don't have a Facebook. Facebook is for queers." That's an exact yeah, quote. I, I, that is the exact quote. I heard I heard every word. Um, really tried hard not to start laughing immediately. <laughs> oh, I started laughing. I laugh at bumps all the time. I don't even know if that guy was homeless. That guy was just like some uh, scene. Did I get a nickel? Uh, no, <laughs> Did I get a nickel? Those those were the homeless guys asking for nickels. Uh, this guy was a scene kid walking around San Francisco who gave this homeless guy half of his beer and half of his cigarette. He looked pretty homeless, I think. Oh, uh, yeah. He's probably living on the street, but... Not quite as homeless as the guy he was talking to. Something about Not quite San Francisco homeless. He had a little bit more. Something home. about San Francisco level. homeless people. They 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 don't just ask you for a dollar. They they don't ask you for really no, anything. They, they they want a nickel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what I figured out. That's for nickel. Like crackheads, we'll stand on the corner, nickel. It's one of those things where a pain doesn't get him anywhere, but a dime, that's that's too lofty. So they got to yeah. go for something, you know, the mid-range, they go for the nickel. Yeah, so. But, I, you know, I don't like giving people, I don't like giving homeless guys money for no reason. Like, I like when they do stuff. Like, even if they, like, sit there and, like, beat a trash can or, like, do yeah, handstands. Yeah, or, like, beach bums. Uh, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm uh, yeah, those are, those are way classier bums. Like, those guys... Those guys at least work a little bit, you know. They'll they'll try to sell some bullshit, or they'll like. I don't mind the honest guy too. He's got to sign up like, you know, need money for alcohol, need money for booze, need money for weed. I see. I don't like those guys. I, I mean, like do something, either. sing for me, like. Yeah, but the guys I don't know. Put in some effort. You like, know where your money's going with that guy. Yeah, and I don't. I don't. I don't want money. Yeah, so you're not gonna give him. But, but if he earns it by entertaining me somehow, then. Then I feel it's much more reasonable. If, he's, if he washes my windows or like shines my shoes, I'd rather pass a dollar in a stripper's song. Great. For some entertainment. Well, this is gonna be really hard. Well, we, we made it on the bar. We made it home. But it's gonna be really hard for us to review the Bay Area because we're looking at such different parts. We're looking at. Uh, Mountain View and Palo Alto and Oakland and Berkeley and San Fran and that's where we spent the last three days. We're gonna try to just lump it all in together. For, uh, I don't. I don't uh, have much to say. I don't think I can give it a fair assessment at all because didn't, yeah, didn't spend enough time in San Francisco. Didn't spend enough time. I mean, obviously, didn't spend much time in Oakland. Um, I would have loved to. 
Motivation people, I, I like that about it pretty much. I like I like Chinese food a lot, so it's pretty much some some of that on every corner. So I enjoyed that. Um, Let's try to do the four Bs anyway. Uh, we we actually did hit up a lot of bars this time. Um, you know, we were at Madam Tam's in Berkeley or in Palo Alto. Uh, we were at. Uh, Lassa in Berkeley, which we I must Lefty O'Doul's, and then we were at Pete's Tavern. Um, I definitely like Lassa a lot, and I found from someone that I know in the Bay Area that that's actually a pretty uh, popular place, a favorite among a lot of young people. So I think we definitely picked the right spot to go play pool at. Lassa and Pete's Tavern were awesome. I liked being the vibe, just being right there by the stadium and like yeah. the baseball crowd. Like oh yeah, baseball t- games different on all TVs, over. all in baseball. I thought Lefty O'Doul's was was too in a different yeah. way it was real cool to be at um, I think the bar scene gets a pretty good score on the bar yeah, yeah I mean pricey drinks but it's expected for San Francisco I mean but yeah, yeah the top the most expensive city in the United States I mean, you anticipated that but I didn't think the beer were overpriced so. no, they weren't ridiculous they weren't ridiculous it was about right wrong, bitch. Um, so then we're gonna go we're straight from the bars we're gonna go beer uh, thought they had a pretty good beer selection. Yeah, as you as you would hope. From I like that Anchor Porter. Yeah, Kyle and I had a, a porter from Anchor Brewery, which is uh, in San Francisco, a local place, and definitely one of the heaviest porters I've ever had. So, oh, yeah, really? Uh, but definitely tasty. Strictly IPAs. Plenty, plenty to choose from. Great, great tasting beer. And yeah, these guys with the porters uh, definitely enjoyed it. So. The beer and bar scene in San Francisco definitely gets a high rating. As uh, definitely reminded me a little bit of San Diego, um, not as much LA. Uh, next would be the ballpark, which we've kind of already gone over. Uh, I, I definitely, I mean, Oakland's ballpark was, you know, definitely had some flaws to it. But I thought the baseball experience overall yeah, that's what I was, was saying. really quality. If you're, tailgates, if you're a baseball fan, you're coming. You want to go to a city where it's got good fans, good games you can watch. You don't necessarily have a and it doesn't have there. to be yeah, and it doesn't have to be you know a big game against exactly. a good team. Dude, can, go to go to San Fran or Oakland. Both both well, we have loyal team. fan bases, fun atmospheres, pretty good stadiums, and yeah, good time. I, I honestly, I feel like it's gotten better in a way as we've as we've gone. I mean. I, I think uh, the last three games we saw were Anaheim, Oakland, all San Francisco, and it just and yeah. those three were all really solid as far as like fan support and, sure. and the environment. So yeah. definitely, definitely good baseball environment up here. The tailgate was a kind of a surprise for the Oakland. Yeah, no tailgate for the San Francisco, but it I mean they got the, the they got the great strip. Yeah. Uh, so next in the in the list of bees, uh, bitches. Not the a bitches. whole lot to look the at. Bitches. I really didn't. Think I, I mean, I thought there were beautiful girls everywhere. I was just about to say, I thought there was my in Berkeley sure. and in San Francisco for sure. Definitely. Like, uh, I mean, we're not at a water park or on the beach, so it's not as obvious. No, foreign foreign girls are. Yeah, a lot of a lot of diversity there, which is what I like for sure. Yeah, there's really all walks of life in San Francisco. Uh, okay, I, I was pretty sure that I, I saw more lesbian couples than I saw gay couples, I felt like. I yeah. thought I saw a ton of lesbian couples. Uh, yeah, 
Yeah, I'm not even. As I've wine, touched wine, on wine. several times, it's probably the highest gay and lesbian yeah. population. But I'm just saying, I, I would not have expected as many lesbians. I, I guess that's stupid. Man. I guess that's probably naive. But these these lesbians, naive, these lesbians these lesbians weren't uh, full blown dykes though, right? Right, Carl? I was young. <laughs> I was stupid. I was naive. I was naive, dude. So I just like, want to go uh, be with my brothers. Rosie Perez status. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, but yeah, these these lesbians weren't full blown dykes, but though were they? I mean, sometimes <laughs> like. But, all right, all right. A couple, of, but most of the time they were just. For the most part, slightly dangerous. Your language is offensive. Fuck. Holding hands. So I don't know. Not a fan of the dangerous. Yeah. Did see some cougars though. Yeah. Cougars who were on the prowl for sure. Oh yeah. Grabbing, uh, grabbing meat left and right. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Yeah, I thought I thought that there was plenty of uh, women in California in general. Definitely. Yeah, I was there. Yeah, I was there just. I looked up the shoots is right downtown, so we can start our night there. Let's go downtown. Yeah, from, from, from sources that I've been talking to, shout out to my friend Stephanie. Uh, she's been giving me some good places to go, so uh, we'll try and check some of those out as we make our way down to downtown Portland. Um, so, yeah, I don't, I don't know what else we can uh, touch on today. Uh, taking up a lot of our listeners' time. We have 47 minutes out of their day, I'm sure, already. How you want to uh, grade this show? Okay, so I've I, I mentioned a little while ago that I was going to try and find a better way to start rating these things, and we've been tossing around it. Uh, Basketball Jones is a podcast where they uh, rate according to uh, the Kate system. Uh, so uh, attractive Kate, they have like a whole scale of, and we would toss around the idea of a Jessica scale. So and this is what I've come up with. Let me just you know throw this out. You guys tell me what you think. So. Best show, top of the line, Jessica Alba. Man, that you just you, you can't you can't argue with that. Right underneath that, pretty good, missing some spots here and there, Jessica Biel. Okay, I, I think those two should be the top oh, the top two, but different types of shows. So <laughs> adjust the they're, they're both what? Top, they're, okay, 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 first, first of all, me, first, uh, uh, first of all uh, are we in two thousand five right now? Is this 2005? No, it's not. No, it's not. So let me let me throw out. So this Jessica's. Let me finish and then we can discuss. All right. So top two would be Jessica Alba. Beneath that, Jessica Biel. Beneath that, a little more fake. Was hot a while ago. Not so much anymore. Jessica Simpson. I was just gonna say, what about Jessica Simpson? Circa 2005. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's beneath that. And then beneath that, Jessica Rabbit. See, I don't character, redhead. Dude, if you haven't if you haven't watched Who Framed Roger Rabbit, go watch it. Okay, so let me, I, since I was the one who got you hooked on basketball, Jones, theirs doesn't, uh, it kind of tears, but they, they have, like, different definitions of each one. So I like what you're going with, but I think we got two at the top clearly ahead of everything else. We got, we got a, a jet, uh, Beal and Alba. Beal and Alba. All right, so Alba should be, like, a real hot show, everything was good, packed in a lot real quickly. Right there. And then uh, Jessica Biel should be 
you know, maybe a longer lasting high, uh, gives you a real solid performance, leaves you wanting even more, yeah, and just kind of really nicely rounds out everything else. Jessica Simpson, then, would be, like, what, a fake show where you're kind of bullshitting our way through it? I, yeah, I think Jessica Simpson is the worst. Yeah. I think we should go off now and Jessica okay, Simpson well, should be Do you know who Jessica Rabbit is? I, I know exactly who Jessica okay. Rabbit is. <laughs> you're going to put Jessica Rabbit in of Jessica Simpson? Yeah, well, Jessica That's Rabbit... That's a real slap. Oh, no, it's not. That, Jessica Simpson's a train wreck. Yeah, but now... She's not a real person. Jessica Rabbit is a cartoon character. Dude, Jessica right. Rabbit's a hot This is coming from one of Jessica Albert's biggest supporters when I was 15. Uh, let me just keep going back to that. We need to we need to find a more... I, I'm not up on pop culture, so I don't know, like, who's hot right now. I think we need to find... So you want to pull out... You want to go back okay, to the top board and pull out some more Let's get this Jessica list out. I want to see this Jessica list and, yeah, rank There's been... Yeah, there, there's been... There's got to be some, some newer, newer 2013 newer, yeah, Jessica. Jessica. The problem is, we're, we're, li- we're living in... Okay, you know, good you know, though, 10 years ago right now. Like, you're pulling out celebrity Jessicas. They're celebrities for a reason. They're all fairly attractive. It's not like your top Jessica's going to be that much more attractive than your bottom Jessica. They're they celebrities be. for a reason. Yeah. Unless you want to pick some shitty Jessica we knew in high school. Or That's something. exactly where I was going. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. I wasn't going to toss any names, but yeah, there are Jessicas who are, do not match up to the Jessicas who we're talking about. Well, to, anyway, to, well, to maybe, maybe yeah, maybe for the next episode we'll have this figured out. Yeah, all right. Well, but I like the idea. Okay, I like the idea. We'll, but we'll work on it. Pretty good show today. I like where we're heading with things. So what? Uh, wait, what rating are we getting for this one? I'm not gonna give it Jessica rating. Yeah, because we haven't we haven't established the. Rating hey, I'm in charge system. of ratings for this week, Mister. <laughs> all right, we'll rate the show. All right, I'm gonna give us uh, a little little longer, probably than need to be in some spots. I'll give us a seven. Uh, pretty good. Wins on Street for the Cash. Me, Kyle, John, uh, Jesse, and Tommy still lead at five and four. Uh, I got the Yankees. Tommy's got the Yankees. Kyle's got the Rangers. Jesse's got the Seattle Storm because he loves the lesbian population. Woo! Big WNBA guy. Real excited about uh, Brittany Griner, Dan, Diana Taurasi combo. Hoping they're going to bring home a lot of championships uh, for the next several years. Uh, I was there on opening night. Front row, courtside for uh, Brittany Griner's debut. Uh, she actually <laughs> signed your uh, ball sack, right? <laughs> no, no, she didn't sign my ball sack. But uh, next time I got front row seat, next time you're gonna sign her ball sack. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. I'll sign her ball. Sack. Um, yeah. <laughs>